Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow-up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Get all up in what an episode. <laughs> What an episode! For such a dud, it's such a fun season. You know what? I completely, surprisingly, am happy to accept your rose. And not in the way that I thought I was going to be, but I am more than happy to accept this rose. This turned out to be a very fun season. Will you accept this rose into your world? Welcome to another episode of Will You Accept This Rose? My name is Ardor Marie and coming to you from my bougie garage in Los Angeles, California. Oh, be still my heart. The boys are back in town. We missed them. I can't believe we have not had them on this season. Truly. I, I, and we did not pregame because I don't even want to know what they think. I have a feeling. I have suspicion about the, some of their feelings. I'm, I'm not here to speak for them. They are their own mouthpieces. <laughs> okay. With me today, of course, you guys – Fucking love when they're on. Uh, we have the Doughboys. Uh, you know Nick Weiger. He was a writer on I Love You America, which is Sarah Silverman's show, Comedy Bang Bang at Midnight. Nick, you're also a Bachelor franchise super fan since you came in. That's right. How, how are you, Nick Weiger? I'm 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 doing well. Uh, you know Clayton's tenure is a challenging stretch of my burgeoning bachelor fandom i will yep, say sure. uh, but it's but it, that said it's made for an eventful season absolutely also with us is a man who did not embrace the franchise as, as wholeheartedly but then sometimes he drinks the Kool-Aid sometimes he's all in he is a movie star <laughs> excuse me you've seen him in tomorrow war he may or may not be filming something prestigious i don't know if it's allowed to be named kind of fancy um ladies and gentlemen he's the other half of doughboys mr mike mitchell hi mitch hey everybody thank you for having me uh i Clayton is a dud and it, oh. it, it, it hurts. It hurts. It's hard to watch. The, it's hard oh. to watch with such yeah. a dud, but you're right that 
I mean, last night seemed like an episode tailor made for us. Like uh, just in the fact that what what they do at, for their little fun date activity is just the funniest thing possible. Oh, Mike, all of, all of it was spectacular. All of us, of course, we also have the production team, Dr. Anna, Tana, Ariana, Hannah Montana, Dana, Tana Hosnier. Hi, Anna. Thank you for saying all my names. Yes. Well, you said the writer right over. Um, and also with us, of course, the woman that is helping us. To, she sent us on our way seven years ago by greenlighting us to all become champions. Ladies and gentlemen, Katie Levine. I could see back then you were going to be a champion. And I said, I have to greenlight this show. No, I need to tell the dope boys. Dope boys, here's what we need to know. This is who I've become. Um, since I... You know, coming out of COVID and uh, uh, as the Puka Shell divorcee, I decided to go back. I've never played a sport. I took up tennis. Oh, I played tennis through high school, but I, I don't even think I made JV. I think I was thirds. And I was like, I just need some activity just for just like something to talk about with people. So I was like, I'll go, I'll do tennis. And I found this, uh, te- these clinics that are at rec centers. And now I, I, had a, I was always speaking badly against myself. My friend did an intervention and she said, no, you have to just t- tell everybody you're becoming a champion. And now it's completely <laughs> changed my life. And all I do in all areas, wow. I, all I do is talk about how I'm becoming a champion. And now I almost say not ironic. I'm like a total douche now. And so like people are like, what are you up to? And I will say that like, well, I'm busy becoming a champion and um, it's completely changed my life. Have you guys ever considered becoming champions? And would you like to also join in and becoming a champion with me? I would love to. I, 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 I feel like I would get my, I would get destroyed playing tennis. I've been, I've been doing long walks. That right. is my idea of being yes. a champion. It doesn't have to be tennis. I mean, in any area of your life, so let me ask you this, and I'm gonna. You're the only. Your line is becoming a champion. Ready, Mitch? What have you been up to? I've been becoming a champion. God, I couldn't even do it well. You did, <laughs> do it. So you've been going on a lot of walks. How? What's your goal for your long walks? You know, maybe I'll hit a ten miler at some point. That's what and I you, uh, to become what. <laughs> To become a cha- oh sorry to become a champion that's my that's that's does, my that's my goal. Doesn't it feel good? It does kind of feel good. Liger, now uh, would you consider yourself the Uh-oh. champion of fast food connoisseurs? Uh, I don't yeah. What is? What are you going to be the champion of? Are you say it with a little gusto? What have you been up to this year? I'm becoming a champion. I've actually been better about stretching. So yes, there you go. That's I, a champion. I've been stretching pretty much every day, doing a little ten minute stretch routine. Dude, that's oh, just, that. That is a champion. Yeah. I'm talking to two champions right now. Well, champion see <laughs> champion, and here we go. Okay, I wanted to say what's been fascinating is watching this season. It almost reminds me of Big Little Lies, where in the beginning of Big Little Lies, you see the cops come. You see, you know someone's been murdered. You don't know what's happened, and then you go back. We happen to have a mole in the house who warned us, and I, because I never do spoilers, but all I knew was all the women hated him. That was the only piece of information I had, was that all of the women hated him. So it feels like we had that breadcrumb. And we've been watching almost like a slow-moving car crash of, like, why do they hate him? And, boy, has it become glaringly obvious the last few episodes. Talk to me about your overall feeling so far of this season. In my mind, Shanae is the greatest villain of all time. Um, Nick, I'm going to start with you. Talk to me about your feelings on this season. Well, first off, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's Clayton's response to everything. <laughs> like, oh my God, yes, yes. Every every oh, single so personal boring. detail you're going to be able to him, yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for sharing that with me. By the way, I, felt, I actually I felt, any like, I felt comforted when you said that, though. I have to say. It's true, yeah. And when you it said that. Works. I actually <laughs> felt, it actually felt, I was like, you're welcome. I actually felt like, oh, you're welcome, Nick. Thank oh you. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've learned something. Yeah. Okay, so you find him. He's just, he's just, yeah, I mean, look, I'm a dud. So I, I no, empathize you're not. You're with the guy. Champ. You're a fucking champion. I'm a champion. You're, I'm king of the duds. <laughs> uh, I empathize with the guy, but it's it, it's mm. just like he doesn't. He's he's very handsome. He's very honky. Uh, but he's just kind of. Katie disagrees. You, you don't think he, you don't think he's honky. He works for me. He's but, big. Uh, he's big. He's big. He's big and bulky and muscular. Yes. Uh, but he he's got a superhero physique, and that that works for me. But I think he's. He's just like, it's kind of a bland personality and it doesn't feel like he necessarily has a connection with anyone in the house, save for someone in this episode who I started to be like, maybe they make sense together, which we'll get to. Okay. I want you to know Gareth Reynolds last week really accurately put his finger on his, his build. He called Mm -hmm. him a centaur. (laughs) He is a bit centaur like. He's a centaur. Okay. Mitch, how are you feeling overall? Insult to centaurs because it's the most boring centaur. Um, <laughs> the most I... boring centaur. That's the name of this episode. It's the most boring centaur. <laughs> I I I am bored by Clayton. I don't love watching him. I do think Shanae is, you know what? She's doing her thing and she's making the the season her own. I I just have such a. I I think I know who from from last week's episode. I think I have an idea of who. I think is going to be one of the last ones remaining. Mm. Me too. Um, and it's spoiler alert. It's Rachel. Yes. The woman who stumbled on that family, by the way, it was like, it's actually turns out it was like business owners. They never acknowledged that they, you know, yes. The the barbecue, the barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. The flight, the flight instructor. Just even the way that she jumped into his arms oh, yeah. in that episode. And I was like, man, this is like, yeah. and then like, he was like, everything you do is hot. And I was like, oh, this is going to be the one that she ends up with. But I do hope that it's Shanae. Like, I, I like seeing the destruction of Shanae. Me too. I, it's it's almost that hard thing where I'm like, almost like Shanae is like a, a force of good almost in my mind because yeah. this he's so boring and, yeah. and she's so chaotic that I maybe like her. Maybe I'm in love with Shanae a little bit is the truth. I, I think that I, I love this for hope, you. After this is over, I hope <laughs> Shanae will accept my rose. I hope she does. Oh my God. I love this for you. I love this for you. <laughs> Honestly, I hope she wins. I, at this point, cause he I mean, does- it would be very funny if I saw you out and I was like, but, but, let me introduce you to Shanae and it was oh me and Shanae. It would be insane. Yes. I would be so starstruck. Uh, I would I would be so starstruck that I wouldn't even know how to behave. I'd have to really calm myself. <laughs> I'd have to self-soothe and go Arden, act like a champion, not like a weirdo. You're the champion now. You're not the weirdo. You're not barred from Stranger Things. You're the champ. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here we are. We're in Houston. Uh, the, and and she's Shanae that at the end of the episode, she chucked the trophy across. Um, everybody's all upset. Susie, the photographer. Again, she also has a good connection, but not as good as the flight and not as good as Rachel. Susie's like, they're talking about her. Um, you know, Jill is very upset. There's been a turning point. No one there. He does have a house of pretty great women, and he's not – taking in any of yeah. them 
And that's why they all hate him. I, I like think. Susie. I like oh, Susie. I, it's just kind of, it gets that point where you're like, they should all like, and they, like they point this out where they're like, if you keep Shanae around, like that's bad. And I'm like, yeah, you should leave. Everyone should leave. I mean, yeah. like, that's like, <laughs> I think, I think the women are, the women are, there's a lot of cool women in this yeah. season. And I'm just like, God, he's such a, such a bummer, such a dud. Well, again, knowing that's is exactly the text I got at the beginning of the season, which is the women are great. That like basically aside from one or two, like that he basically aside from one and the other one that left early, like who got called out because she had the boyfriend. But like he has great women and like they it's going to be a great bachelor in paradise because there's all these great 100%. women. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then um, so then there's a date, a one on one with Serene and she did the leg wrap with the centaur at the beach. She's so little and watching her leg wrap around a centaur. How did that yes. feel for you, Nick? I just was, he's wearing a salmon t-shirt, which to me, that's the least amount of effort you can put into a date outfit. Like, it's like almost like wow. no, no effort would be better. Like show up in, in a track suit right. or, 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 right, or show up talking. in athleisure. Yeah. Just, just like to, I just put on a salmon t-shirt is like the bare minimum. Uh, right. He, I mean, he is a hulking, he has a hulking physique and yeah. So there's, there's a little bit of a size mismatch there. But I, I don't know. I was just like, man, what is this guy doing? Yeah, somebody somebody tweeted at us uh, that he it seems to, he seems to think that like his only way of figuring this out is that he's the judge in a kissing contest, like because <laughs> <laughs> he's God. never asked any questions. Like yes. He is the judge in a kissing contest. Uh, Katie, I saw you laugh at that. And Dr. Banana, did that one stand out to you? <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, in regards to his styling, it, I don't think they know how to style him. I mean, we had Carl Tardon early on and he said, like, you have to go to certain places to find clothes, you know, that fit you that also look good. You know, he likes sure. ASOS. Carl's like Carl uh, likes ASOS. But like, it feels like the styling team has not figured that out for him. Like they have mm. the hoodie under the blazer. Yep. Now they have a brown sweater under a blazer. I don't. I don't know what's going on, but I feel like they don't know what clothes to put him in. No, he yeah, looks awful. Like I'm really yeah. like I feel. I feel bad, but I'm just so unattracted to him. Like I just. I just. I just hate him. Like I really do. <laughs> I, really I get do. it. Yeah. I think I, he's just such like a. He's just making the dumbest choices that it's like. I just. It's just you know. I can't deal with it. I don't a, hate him, but I'm not. There's no interest there. Like it's like every time he keeps Shanae, I'm like, as with the women in the house, I'm like, dude, like I hope she wins. You've lost all of us. My, my I'm mom, a Shanae accelerationist. My yeah. mom texted me last night that she <laughs> thinks that he looks worse when he smiles. Wow! <laughs> wow! From a mother, that's cutting. I know. Wow! That's you know what? That's something JJ would have texted me one hundred percent. I didn't know that your mom had that in you, and wow, here for it. Okay, so there it's, they are. Yes, yes, Mitch. Uh, it was just—it's just one of those people you meet in life where you're like, I almost want to like be around you more to like understand what you are. Like, I like yeah. it's truly sure. like a baffling human being to me. Like, I remember going to college and seeing like bros and being like, what makes you tick? I'm like yeah. confused by you more than anything, and. And this guy is exactly that. I'm like, he's just, he's baffling. He's a baffling choice. And 
But you know what? He shut down Pleasure Pier for the day. And <laughs> if you can shut down Pleasure Pier for oh, a full yeah. day, how Pleasure can you take Pier. it away from the people, Pleasure oh Pier? Oh, my God, Pleasure Pier. I have to agree with you. I think you know what it is. I think we're seeing somebody. I mean, who, again, who knows? I don't know. I don't know the struggles that this person has had. I'm not trying to judge my insides sure. by somebody else's yeah. outsides. But, like, there is somebody that a tall, built football player, white, like, pleasant enough guy probably has had a lot of green lights in life. You know what I mean? Like, there's been, mm. there's, I don't, like, he's certainly, he's certainly nice enough. I don't. He's been on the Autobahn. He's, he's fine. He's, there's no, he's been, every, yeah, everything. Yeah, all green so. lights. Dr. Banana, do you agree with all that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think all white, like, remotely, just generically handsome guy who played football. I think he's going to, you know, I don't, I can't, I don't even, what do you even, he's from Missouri. I mean, the king of Missouri or wherever the hell he is from. I know that this is, we're not even at tweet of the week yet, but somebody had the best tweet that I feel like I need to just read it right now. Um, And I hope I don't, I hope I don't ruin their chances of winning. It just made me laugh so much. Okay. I'm just pulling it up. Uh, this is. I hope this doesn't. This is still in the running. This is from Rebecca at Elegant Crop Top. Having a white, hetero, cis male, former pro athlete address a group of women and tell them it hasn't been easy but challenging to be The Bachelor. So, quote, I would like to talk to the winning team of the group date is so peak 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what he's been through. That just made me laugh so hard. It's peak 2022. <laughs> it hasn't been easy. And it's, and it's oh like, my- dude, you can you can fix it. You got to send this one person home. What are yeah, you-, you? You did this. You did. You did it. You're the one. And by the way, you sent home Sierra. Like they're all yeah. telling you, like. Like she sucks. Okay, here we go. So, um, so there he goes on the date with Serene. There's a leg wrap at the beach. He, he shuts down Pleasure Pier, and uh, they connected so quickly early on. We find out he worked at a Six Flags in Eureka, Missouri. Judging by the tweets we got, sounds like that's where you work if you were, live in Eureka, Missouri. He said, "I worked at the Fudge Factory. Oh, Dancing man. was Loved optional." It so much. Oh God, man, this, this, Dance, this just Dancing. this just cracked me up because I think this was like. There's an element of this that felt like his his like deepest secret. Like that's how that's how little there is to him. Yes. The you fudge factory. His, yeah, I, I just have something I have to tell you. I worked the fudge factory at Six Flags. Um and I kind of did dances. I could I just I just I, pictured I didn't my, do the dances always. I don't know. I, I pictured my, I pictured myself with a broom cleaning up garbage at the Six Flags as like a group of girls was laughing at him doing a dance at the fudge factory. <laughs> He's funny. He's so funny. He's, Look oh how funny God, he is. Oh, my God. A sense of humor is really important to him, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So then they go on the by the, by the way, I, I just want to say that th- this park looks like it will be in some sort of suit someday for something going wrong and someone dying. Like it seems like a, <laughs> it seems like a park where someone will die. Well, that's what I wanted to say. So they go on that swing thing. So in Rhode Island, there was a park called Rocky Point. Rocky Point, it's so exciting. Rocky Point, where you can come alive. Rocky Point, you're all invited to share a summertime. Rocky Point, and I believe every wow. summer one of those swings on the chains would like break, and like somebody would go. Fly. Flying. Those <laughs> swing chairs are really dangerous. 
Yeah, and this one yeah. elevated into the sky. Yeah. And over the ocean. It was it seemed terrifying. You're not really locked in that well. Like you're just sort of like on a plank. You're the back isn't particularly high. You're like on like a piece of wood with like a belt over your lap with like chain link holding you flying high over the ocean or the lake. I get the lake. Like that was um I wouldn't go on that one. Look, if there was a god, Clayton would have been slung out into the sea. <laughs> That centaur would have gone flying over the fudge factory. One final here. Um, I mean, what what did you? So then they go on the date and they're like kissing. They're in like the ice cream shop. He makes her a scoop of ice cream, which you could tell she didn't want to eat, but he he made for yeah. her. And it then like he did a bad job too. It looked like I a was, bad scoop. I was trying to figure out if he scooped it or if a PA scooped it. Oh, okay. Because there was a real, there was a real disproportionality between the bottom scoop and the top scoop. Yeah, which is not ideal. Then I think he scooped it. She said, <laughs> "No," and I like, I like Serene, but I, I'm always concerned or confused when people say things like this. I'm very mysterious. Yes, <laughs> I'm very mysterious. What do you like? Is there something that you're wondering about of what, like, what, what I'm thinking? Like, I don't know. Whenever somebody. Like, it's like he, she wanted him to be like, wow, you're so mysterious. So that she admitted she was mysterious. And then she goes, do you think there's a dark side there? Um, and then they're kissing at the table. And then they go. And he's like, I know there's something behind that smile. And then they go have dinner. And then she, they're like, today was a thrilling day. Um, but I have something important to tell you. But I don't open up a lot. So I get it. I'm from New England. My family didn't discuss feelings much. Mitch, you're a New Englander. Did your feeling family talk about feelings? Uh, no, I mean, not a lot. And like, especially ro romantic feelings or sex or anything like that was off the table completely. Um, like death and stuff like that, a little bit more just because uh, the Mitchells were dropping like flies around me when I was younger. Sure, so, sure. Look at so, Anna. <laughs> So, so mostly, I mean, I, I get it, but then also, and I feel bad for her reveal. Oh my God. But I, I, know. But I also I said it's, it's sad, but I also like was just still so bored the whole time. Like uh, this part of the episode, I know that's very mean. I'm not trying to be mean about this, but I was just very bored throughout this part of the, the early part of the episode that I was just, I was, it was like. Shanae was like an angel from heaven coming in and causing <laughs> chaos. Well, there, there was one thing I found completely gripping in this scenario at this dinner table, which is when they had the close up of the two of them holding hands under the table. Yes. Very prominent mm -hmm. in the frame. Uh, this eye draw was an untouched broccoli florette that felt like it was <laughs> occupying a third of the frame. <laughs> and I kept looking at that florette. Yeah, it's like they they really staged this to to be broccoli heavy. I think they're gonna you're, be winning Emmy for I that think one shot. I think they're not supposed to eat the food, and then like mm. they did eventually have one. There was one bachelor Ari would just like chow down and then eat the, which I actually was like, one of my favorite things about him because I'm a hungry, as you know, I'm a hungry girl who loves flavors, and so right. I think they pre-eat and then like they sit there and then you're not supposed to eat, but he would eat and then like eat off the plate of like the other people, which even though he sucked, I did appreciate that he chowed down. That's super funny. Um, where does so, where does where does Clayton rank in like the sucky bachelor level? Oh, is he middle or is he? Whoa, I don't wow, know. Whoa, we've had whoa. you. Katie is saying. Katie's giving a thumbs down. I don't know. Yeah. I think we've had a lot of sucky bachelors. I would say 
middle. I mean, there's a lot of boring bachelors. Ari was awful. Um, I mean, they were, they're all boring. There, there's got to be yeah. like a line between the like dull and like bad or destructive, right? There's probably some like genuinely bad guys at some point. I, I don't know enough of the lore if anyone's been canceled or whatever, but he's he's just kind he's of like harmless. Dull. I would say he's harmless. And Shanae, yeah. it's still kind of an entertaining season because he has a great villain from to me. 100%. Yeah, and she's, she's and she actually seems like like they actually found a real villain, not just somebody chasing like inf- Instagram followers. I think there's an element of that too, but I think she's actually just an excellent villain. Yes, totally unrepentant. Bachelor. We had two really shitty bachelors: Jake Pavel- Pavelka, whatever his name was, and then Juan Pablo. Oh yeah, Juan those Pablo. were the okay. two our true villains. But I do think they learn from those experiences and now they really only pick like very bland bland guys who will kind of do as you say all right i think i told you this but one of my one an early job for for me was not an early job i had been in la for a while at this point but i did bachelor recaps with jake pavelka um yeah and i would and i would watch the like it was maybe the season after pavelka i remember you mentioning this and we'd watch the the bachelor like me and jeff dutton some of my sketch group the birthday boys we'd watch it and then we'd like write a show within like an hour and then pavelka would film it and go live so we were like hanging with pavelka in a weird like uh like mid wilshire kind of area like a like west hollywood home and then we just like film him. it would be like a five-hour process then we'd film him and then it would go up that night he'd do like how was it it was it was bad i mean the show was bad (laughs) yeah yeah. We try to put like we try to put like weird things in there, like yeah. uh, we called it like the Bachelor Recapsular, and yeah. we and we, right. and we had and we had like Jake Pavelka in the house tonight, and he was like singing and dancing to that song. Right. It shows you the time period of when it was. Sure. But uh, but uh, you know what? He was a nice guy, but I could see him being a, a boring uh, Bachelor contestant. I'm sure. I didn't watch his season. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're all kind of boring. So we find out that Clayton, his dad, my house, my rules. Um, so then she <laughs> has something that she's, you know, what? I feel for her because I have also like lost a lot of people quickly. And it's weird when it's weird when you, it's something, and it sounds like for her, it was brand new, like with her cousin. So it's also like yeah. on your mind. And it's, I actually felt like she phrased it well. Um, and she was like, you know, there's something, I've had a lot of unexpected loss. And she was like, it's sort of a sped up process. Like I, I, you know, th- that's something that you kind of don't want to mention on the first date. But like, if you're not going to get another date, it's almost weird if you don't mention it. And like, right. so I did have compassion for her. I, I get that when I'm on dates and people are like, so your parents still married? I'm like, um, no, nah, kind of, <laughs> you know, like I mean, you can only tiptoe around anyway. Um, so she lost her grandma, um, a year ago who basically also helped raise her cause her mom was a single mom. And then she lost her cousin who was a year younger than her. Like, it sounds like right before the season started, um, she yeah. struggled with a lot of drugs. She's tried her best to get through it. Um, they so they were close in age, and we heard a story about them going to the country and the, the two little girls. And there was hundreds of fireflies when they were like five, and they smushed the fireflies because they wanted to glow. And then she started crying, and then he just Which was like, cute when she talked about. It. I mean, like sad yeah. and cute when she talked I'm, about the fireflies. And then they kissed, and then mm-hmm. they kissed, 
And then she said, it's becoming real that he could be my husband. It is the best day. I definitely feel like I'm falling in love with Clayton. I mean, they have chemistry. I think she's definitely in the running. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, cute. I, 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 so I, cute. I, 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 I know obviously it's, it was something that was bothering her. If she brings it up, I just, man, I, I just, for the first half of this episode, I was just so, I know uh, that's all very sad. I, and I think that yes. she's great, but he's just, I know. I know. God, Clayton is just, uh, Clayton also like, wasn't even very like comforting. He was giving like, no, I agree with you. Yeah, no, it's, it's one. Of, yeah. Thank you. Something. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Yeah. He didn't um, know what to say. Hard for you to say. It, it was yeah. like, a, it was like a celebrity trying to talk about Taiwan and China. It's like, well, <laughs> It's a difficult situation, you know. We all support certain values, and yes. we just want to make sure like, that everyone is okay out there. She's yes. experienced loss. Just be warm yeah. to her, you fucking Comforter. weirdo. Yeah. I agree weird. with you. I, and again, and every day, and I don't know. I mean, Katie and Anna, you, does anybody ever? There's no questions being asked. Like, tell me about your job. Like, what did you? What were you like as a kid? Do who's your best friend? What do you do for fun? Like, there's right. no information exchange. Like, what's your house life? Do you live in an apartment? Do you have roommates? Like, tell me <laughs> anything about your life. Like, what do you do on the weekends? Are you a night owl? Like, what TV shows do you like? Tell me anything. Like anything. Well, at Six Flags, I worked at the Fudge Factory. <laughs> um, didn't like to dance, so there's that. <laughs> Was dancing optional? It was. Um, it was optional. Yeah. Are there any final thoughts before we take a quick break and we get to the rose ceremony? Any thoughts? Final thoughts on this date, the one-on-one -on -one date with Serene and Clayton? No, there you go. That says it all. No, I mean, come honestly, on. no. Yeah, she. I mean, she says she's mysterious. The mystery is uh, what she sees in Clayton. Can I, I am, do you guys find it a red flag when somebody says like, everybody tells me I'm mysterious. I tell Mitch that all the time. Yeah. And so. Because <laughs> well, you're He's champion. right. You're yeah, a I'm champion. A champion. I, don't know if, I don't know if mysterious is the right word for it, but <laughs> people want to know what's up with Weiger. I'll say that much. Do like, they? What's his deal? Like, do what they? the fuck is that guy's deal? Yeah, that's kind of how it's worded. Everybody goes, what's his deal? I like that. Yeah, you know yeah, what? what's his deal? What's wrong with that guy? Mostly. I like that. So you can, you can be the champion of being mysterious. I guess so. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> that's my thing. Well, you're, you know what? Hey, champ, champsy champ. Are we going to take a quick <laughs> break? And we'll be right back with the mysterious Nick Weiger. Uh, okay. Bye. <laughs> B -b 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 bone zone. Let's get in the bone zone, guys. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, it's a rose ceremony in a hotel in Houston, um, and um, and the cocktail party. You know, she was like, her showing up when we won was a slap in the face. It was like, it was like, it was the confrontational is the new level. And if he keeps her around, you know, it it is really going to be. All the women are just like pissed. Basically, they're like, if he keeps Shanae, we fucking go. And they're like, we're happy to give her a chance, but she's such a shitbag. Um, so then they've all told him this. So he pulls Shanae aside and she's like, yeah. Um, I threw it. I was pissed. I took the trophy and I was through it. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Marlena, who's the pro-Olympian, she goes, look, you're an athlete. I'm an athlete. I take an L with pride. I just suck it up. Like, that sucked. And she's like, yeah, I did throw it. I was angry. And he's like, he's almost like he's talking to his little girl. He's like, yes. don't you don't you feel like you should be sad? She's like, mm, yeah, yeah, I do. You know what? She goes, you fuck with me, you watch out. It was in her, conf- her confessionals are amazing. They're her great. Conf- um, and then I have to ruin I like that Clayton's like, Clayton's like, Thank you for telling. Like I'm an athlete, you're an athlete, and Clayton's like, "Thanks for telling me." Uh, you're cut. Basically, is like uh, what he, <laughs> yeah. is basically what happens from all that. <laughs> no, he keeps her. He he cuts. Oh, oh, he didn't cut her. Okay, all right. Okay, he cut. Oh, no, he will. He oh, he will. He will. So then he goes. Um, um, she goes. If I have to ruin a cocktail party, I will for my sake. A decision has to be made. Um, 
And uh, so then Marlena says to Shanae, I'm angry. Um, She's like, and she's like, look, I heard something. I went, I threw the trophy. I was upset. I was tired of hearing my name. I do feel like I did. I felt like throwing the trophy in the pond. Uh, It was not the right thing to do, but I did it. And um, you know what? These are the actions and I will accept it. And then he's like, do you feel like you should apologize for it? Um, You know, it's sort of hard to defend. She's like, yeah, I do. I want to apologize. And then she's like, I'm not going to apologize. And she's like, guys, I'm really sorry. It is not my character. But I have to apologize. I'm really – it's my. It's not my intention to hurt. And uh, so she's crying. Uh, I'm truly sorry. I'm really so sorry. They're they're all like, I accept your apology. And then she goes back. He kisses her. He rewards yes. her. He's super horny. And then we see the greatest in the moment confessional. She's like, ugh, that was the hardest thing I have ever had to do in my life. <laughs> Apologize so to people that I'm not sorry for. I'm not sorry, hoes, you mean-ass bitches. <laughs> I need an Oscar for that a performance that was fake. Fake it till you make it, honey. This is Meryl Streep down here. This is Shanae up Insane. here. <laughs> Take so everything out on the table. Have at it, doughboys. I wrote. Street, I wrote two bullet street points here. Is insane. Yeah, the the street the street line. Well, also uh, Grippo was called. Uh, that was a that was a he was called Meryl Streep at some point, right? Didn't Katie call him Meryl Streep? Yes. We're saying yes. you're not Meryl Streep because because he was an actor. Uh, so Meryl Streep recurring in the in the Bachelor verse. The so after he re- I wrote down the I wrote down in my my notes that was the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life, and I do think she believes that. I think yes. that's true. And then the the bullet point around underneath it was <laughs> I hope Shanae wins it all. Because I just like at that point, I was like, she's yeah. got me that this is yes. But which it's like reading about climate change. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let, yeah, let's let take Sinead to hometowns. Let's see her visit Mar-a-Lago or whatever. I just like, let's <laughs> <laughs> I want Sinead to be the final one. Why not? I agree with you. You know what? This idiot has had all the warning in the world. Yes. Like, mm. let's fucking do this. Like, I, you know what the <laughs> issue is, though? Yeah. Some people just they see that crazy and they want the crazy. Like, I think he wants could be I think yeah. he's maybe attracted to the uh, maybe both. You know, maybe he has that in him, too. I think that like he I think he likes it. I think he likes her. I think he likes her being crazy. I, th- I think he I think he I think he I think that's he likes what Shanae is and he deserves I, Shanae. I agree. I think he did like being like the like the bad girl. Like you're going to go. Apo- yeah, daddy, I'm going to go. Daddy. I'm going to go apologize. <laughs> Oops. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking say that. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, you fucking pieces of shit. Like, I should have sorry, <laughs> There's such a Pornhub <laughs> thing for Shanae and Clay. Right. Like, they kind of have a whole, like, OnlyFans. It's like a whole mm. thing. It's very, it's so, it, it, you knew he was going to keep her. He's so yeah. horny for her. She's yeah. so evil. They, uh, Everything about her is so evil, though. I just <laughs> can't. The whole, uh, got you, bitches. I'm yeah. an actor. You're like, okay. He's, like, <laughs> she's so fun. <laughs> she's, in, she's, out of, she's out of her mind, but yeah. I, want her, I want her to win. I, I, like, uh, I do, too. She, she's, <laughs> ma- she's making this boring guy see just... just 
it, she's making it easy to swallow. It's great. Katie, I'm going to call on you one second. Get ready. Because I have to say, I don't think since Corinne have we had one person come in and dominate a season so much. Like, And then it would also be Chad on the other side. Katie, talk to us. Well, it's funny because, you know, it looks like in the coming attractions for next week, she accuses Genevieve of a, of being an actor. Oh, yes. You see so like good. Clayton turn to her and be like, are you an actor? And that's just it's so, so rich. Oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, oh. <laughs> I already I already wrote my notes that Genevieve is toast. I, I oh, like I, she's done. Genevieve doesn't stand <laughs> a chance. Gonna... <laughs> By the way, when, I, she I, like... when she said she'd scripted out and been rehearsing all of her lines for Clayton, like her monologues for Clayton. Oh my god! And by the way. She does present a different – Corinne was actually sweet. Corinne was never mean to the other girls. She was just like – she just was sexy and would just get the rose and like Nick wanted to have sex with her and then she would just go take naps during the rose ceremony because and the women hated her that she was napping. Like, you know, awesome. this – she's kind of an incredible contestant. Um until uh, yeah, uh, it's complicated. Uh, it was – I got to say, Shanae is a, a really fun contestant. I, I feel like no matter yes. what, no matter who Clayton ends up with, him and Shanae will have some sort of relationship off the show. It just feels like oh, he's gonna have sex like he her. loves her. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. So then in comes his uh, fucking clone Jesse Palmer, and uh, <laughs> and then we see her go. I am this hot blonde bombshell. What else do I gotta say? Give me the Oscar. Give me the Golden Globe. Give me the trophy. Give me the final rose. I yeah, can't disagree. She yeah. is a bombshell. She's not wrong. So they're at the C. Baldwin Hotel in Houston. It's the rose ceremony. She then goes, I'm sweating. My vagina is sweating. My armpits yeah. are sweating. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> An incredible run, she said. She's really been peacocking around this entire franchise. Mm -hmm. Nick, how did you feel with that speech? I just like to hear her set, tell Clayton, uh, my vagina is sweating and have him reply. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with me. <laughs> and then kiss her and then kiss yeah. her. <laughs> and they start making out. So then he cuts Jill and he cuts Sierra. And then Sierra goes, don't be stupid. And basically he, she says, love if, that. If you end up with her, like that's who you deserve. Basically. Yeah. Um, I want to see her to be like, you are stupid. Like, uh, <laughs> like he, des he deserved, he deserved more of like a dressing down for being so dumb. She said uh, that's his own bed. Basically you made your own fucking bed. You idiot. You can now lay in it. Like you are right such on. an idiot. And then, and then Shanae took another lap around with her sweaty pits or sweaty vagina and just said, I just sent another bitch home. Who's next on my list? Everyone should kind of watch out. He's mine. Wow. Amazing. Incredible. They should study her in villain school. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Banana, Ariana, how do you feel watching this right he now? He walks out of this season with not a single woman literally breaking her nose because she <laughs> sports, could, like you can see it. Genevieve, just even that few, uh, what it rose ceremonies ago yeah the way genevieve was like you stupid bitch how do you <laughs> get it yeah. and now just knowing that they're going on a two-on-one and then shanae's gonna accuse her of being an actor oh my god it's so good god by the way she is a bartender in los angeles so she probably is an actor oh yeah yeah carl carl tart said he knew her they had worked together at some point of course she's yeah. an actor. Oh, wow. i mean I i'm sure it makes sense if you're in la and you can get cast why wouldn't you Right. Uh, yeah. 
if if Shanae was a Disney villain, she like would have like she'd like fall off the cliff at the end. Like she yeah. deserves a bad exit. Oh yeah, she would go up and f- she would like spontaneously de- combust and like yeah, for sure. Yeah, and these women have a basis for a coup. Oh, uh, a coup d'état against Clayton. Oh, I overthrow him at this point. He is not a strong leader. (laughs) Yes. And again, just as we go going back to the big little lies of it all that like we knew that they all hated him by the end of the season. And so just watching this slow moving car crash of his decisions and his boner, just every time you just see the hardening of these hearts of these great gals being like, fuck you, dude. Like they hate him more, I think, than they even hate Shanae. They're like, fuck are you kidding me you idiot like we warned you uh like sierra was great she warned you you fucking idiot okay so then um guess what guys we're going international this made me laugh so much by the way as everybody pointed out because everybody calls him clayton we got a lot of tweets that he was like we're going to toronto he really hit the (laughs) t yes toronto Oh, is that always Toronto, a bachelor Canada. thing? Because, because like when it's like we're going international, I was like, ooh, interesting. And then it was like Toronto. I was like, oh god, COVID, <laughs> it's like a, COVID, no, no, yeah, COVID. All right, sure. is that what it is? Basically, they've been yeah. This is the first time they've even ventured out of being not at a Hyatt the whole time. You know, of like, ooh, we're at the Hyatt, but we're gonna do a hometown tour in the lobby. I brought a lobster. It's like Rhode Island. You know, like so. <laughs> I think this is the COVID. They might not have been able to go to like Italy or something, you know? Do they usually yeah, do they, something like that? Will they go oh, overseas? Oh, yeah. Oh, major. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, this is like peaking. This is the first time they're back in the mansion, first time they're actually flying. So it's mm. still COVID. Normally they would go to like, I don't know, Ireland or Thailand or like the Bahamas or basically it's whoever's giving them money to promote their city or country. Yeah. Um, so, then um, they go to Niagara Falls. I wrote down dad jeans. So he must have been in dad jeans. <laughs> and um, uh, Gabby got a single date. Um, yes. As my friend texted me, she's like your fun friend on pills. There were a couple things. A- oh, go ahead, Wags. There were a couple things in here, which is one is that I felt like they kept saying Toronto, Canada. Like just to like specify in case anyone thought that Toronto was was not in a different country. And then but then there's a toast that Clayton gives at some point where he's just like to Toronto. It was just like the most low energy thing. I'd I'd like just raising a glass and just to Toronto. Uh, And then we land and then and then we hear look at the fall foliage from somebody. Look at the fault foliage. Yeah. Uh, Katie, what were you going to say about the herbing on pills? I know. I don't, I don't actually, I would never say. No, I, I, I had a friend who texted me last night the same thing. Like she had not listened to last week's episode. She did not hear that. And she was like, you know, I don't want to be mean, but she seems like she's on pills. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, now, we don't know that. But yes, sure. we're, it, but and yeah, it's a by joke. the way, I, I would also be the Gabby of the season. There's no doubt in my mind that I would be like, "You're a little kooky." She's the fun one. I would be. I would be playing the part of Gabby. You Never know what I mean? Forget her repeating, quirky. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> and as I said, as a woman 
<laughs> somebody says to you, you're kind of quirky. You don't want to be fucking called quirky. And it, she said it exactly how I always feel. Hey, like I think Gabby's pretty cool. She really liked that dog. That dog oh. really liked her. That's, That's a good true. sign right oh. there. No, I wrote great. dog. I wrote yeah. dog on ground. They did fake graffiti on like like Very not funny. even a real wall. Like a no. like a. That's the thing where I was like, oh, it's COVID. It's COVID. Like we're gonna play. Like still, nothing's open, but we're in Toronto, Canada, and so. We're going to do street hockey, which she picked up the ball. Um, they were eating beaver, which. Oh, I God. Was, I, he talked to I, me. I wrote that line down of, have you ever eaten beaver before? I and then I wrote, dear God, this guy sucks. That yeah. was like the word. That was like just confirmation that he was like. Duh. And also, like, kind of like, I hope you have. It'd be fucking hot if you have eaten. <laughs> you, and Honestly, friend, him- you, you and your friend Hillary sometimes kiss. He's that guy. <laughs> Yeah, him him even liking Gabby to me is maybe one of the most interesting things I've seen of Clayton because I'm like, this I is an ag- interesting match. I and couldn't I, like, agree with you. Sense. I couldn't agree with you more. And I actually think that I it makes me like him a little bit that that he because she has a little bit of pep in her step, and I appreciate that he likes her. But she um, also has maybe like a little like like I can't tell what's going on with her like Shanae in a way where I'm like, oh maybe that's what he likes is like. Uh, and and I think for her, it's like translates to like a nice person who's exciting and interesting or whatever. But that feeling of people are saying of like, she seems like she's on pills that there's something going on with Gabby where I'm like, what's what is up with Gabby? I don't know Gabby's deal. She's kind of hard to understand. Yes. So he goes, um, he goes, she says, you don't know what's going on in my crazy little mind. That was a mm. statement. And then he goes, and then in this phrase too, he goes, I love the jokester side of you. I hate the word jokester. I, yeah. you're such a jokester. Um, that offends me. That's uh, why I want to hear uh, Gabby repeat everything he calls her jokester. I don't blame her. <laughs> I do not blame her. It's like, what? Are you out of your mind? Like, huh? Um, and then he goes, um, he goes, I love it. A sense of humor is big. Um, and then Jesus. like, I remember that beaver thing I said earlier and that, that was funny, right? That's I the can't. kind of comedy I like. <laughs> I, I, if I, she had said that, I would have given her the rose. <laughs> I mean, just the whole, the whole, and then he goes, um, so they go, it was just like, um, they had a big jump. I love it. You have a big sense of humor. Um, uh, and then I wrote down pills. <laughs> um, um, and then it says, um, you know, this is an expedited process, so I have to put it all on the table. Um, let's see. Let's see. Something about something about not getting on the good side in the past. Yeah, she had a bad relationship with her mom. I think this is where this confession oh, right. comes yes. out. Yeah. Okay, yes. Mm. That's right. She has trouble receiving love. She feels right. undeserving, unle- unworthy, that she does so much of the work. And um, and that's it, she feels like her mom would sort of take it and then like give it and then withhold it from her. She it was really physically affectionate, and then she would just withhold. And um, she's like, if my mom can't always love me, how can anybody else? And then... And then he says, do you still feel that way? And then she um, – and then she lost somebody. I miss her so much. Oh, the mom. She hasn't talked to her mom in a yeah. long time. And yeah, then she – so then she was crying and she said, I miss you. So I miss her so much. And then he says, you are very deserving of love. Um, and then she's like, look, I've been in a lot of therapy. 
Um, I strive to one day get back in touch with her. You know she's going to make it to hometowns and they're going to get that mom. And um, and then – you know, be Clayton and never talk to her ever again after that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and then she, and then he goes, and then he actually says after seeing all of this, um, love could be on the horizon for the two of us. And then they got in the pool, and they were just like kissing in the pool. And then he says she could be my future wife. Yes, pool, that is pool wild. rooftop pool out of nowhere, and then just straight to future wife. But yeah, they they seemed. I thought they had a genuine connection. I, I was surprised you. to see it, but I was like, I think I don't know. I think she's. I think she's final three, final four, final three. I had her picked in my. You know, I had her picked as my number two. I think um, when wow. we do our draft picks, you know, we do just based on the photos and the bios. Right. Um, but I actually, I find you know what I like. I find her to be the most like she feels very real in her interactions. Yes. And she she's, she's very authentic. I think she wears her heart on her sleeve. And I think that's why I enjoy their interaction. Actually, I'm like, oh, they're cute together. Like, she feels like a very uh, genuine person. Yes. She's fun. And I also, like, wonder if she got exposed to Joker gas or something. She seems, like, slightly, <laughs> she seems slightly giggly yeah. and off. Yeah. But, but, but she does seem nice. Honestly, and like I said, like, the interesting thing about like Clayton liking her is the most like having a like connection with her is the most interesting thing about Clayton. But then her liking Clayton is a thing that makes me like her less. Like that's the issue with Clayton is that anyone connecting with him, I'm like, this guy is a bummer. He's but but look, but just know that the women actually hate him. Just remember that. They have to please. Yeah. They have to hate him. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the group date. Oh, yeah. I need a sexual timeout. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. Old 
these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Um, so then they're at the group date. Jesse Palmer is there with Russell Peters. You know none of those women knew who Russell Peters was. No. But you don't. Yeah. They're not giant comedy fans, even though he's like one of the biggest stand-ups in the whole entire world. I'm sure they were just like, wait, huh? And then um, he's the roast champion. He says, the meaner, the funnier. Clayton goes, sense of humor is critical. Marlena loves roasting people. They brought in an audience of 12 people. He said, one is a failed contestant and the new host that is his stunt double, which actually that was pretty funny. Um, I have to say... Marlena was really good at it. I, Marlena she, killed it. Mar- she said, Mar- Shanae is like a herpes outbreak. No matter how hard you try to get rid of her, she keeps coming back and lasts longer than expected. That's a great line. She had she had genuinely good jokes. She was, she's really, I think, the only contestant who had more than one or two jokes in the edit. Like she had yeah. like a like a good chunk yeah. of, of material. And it like this is one of those things where it just frustrated me so much that like like Clayton didn't give her the group date rose. I felt because the it's same like way. she so clearly it's so fucked up. It's this competition, won. but you're just yes. like well, it, ah, God. It was it was it, that that was maddening. Katie Levine, Katie Levine, I see you feeling passionate. Hop in, hun. I want Insane. her to be the Bachelorette. I love her. I think she's funny. Ooh, great. She's got great um, personality. She can play football. Like, come on. Was she, was she the was she the former Olympian? Yes. Yes. Yeah. How Hell amazing. yeah, make her the bachelorette. She's gorgeous. Like, she would be such an amazing bachelorette. Like, great she's out of Clayton's league. She, yeah. She's, yeah. she's yeah. so she's way too good for him. Make her yeah. the bachelorette. She posted all her roast jokes on her TikTok. If you guys kind of want to go watch them all. Oh. oh, wow. Yes, I agree with you, Wags. I agree that she, like, she, I have never called you that. I had to, like, practice. I, I like it. Feel, did you? They, it was I great. Was, they, okay, I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> um, I felt like, Wags, I felt like, um, as soon as he, I agree with you. I was like, I'm are you fucking kidding me that like you didn't <laughs> give, you didn't give her the rose? Like, yeah. then, like, it just like, this is a shit competition then. Mitch, how did you feel? I felt like if I was Clayton, I would like uh, be eyeing everyone who like really related to that herpes joke. I'd be like, hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how about when you found, how about when you found out that that girl had IBS? I felt badly. All I could think of her oh, now yeah. is like, oh, you have gas. Maybe, like, oh, Bad. That's not nice. Like maybe fall in love with her. That was I, that. She she that that IBS thing was a great reveal. <laughs> also said the Sarah calling Mara a cougar. She's thirty two years old. Insane. Insane. She's insane. basically dead. 
it actually made me not like the woman who roasted her. I right. felt yeah, like Sarah. To go, to go, She's being to, mean. She was being mean, and she go, but after her teeth got like, I don't know. I feel like it's not clever. I feel like it was mean. You're picking on this woman who's done. So we haven't seen her do anything. But like you're calling. It was. I just felt very protective of Mara, and I it was like, she's 32 years old. It does feel yeah. like if you're over 30, and God forbid you're over 31 on this show, you're like the oldest person known to mankind to these and women. a woman. <laughs> And a woman. We act like you've experienced so much. Like you're so old. Are you robbing the cradle? It's like, what, yeah. what is this world? I love when whoever said, I'm so honored to be on Shanae's season of The Bachelor. <laughs> that was really the, the, funny. The Shanae jokes. I mean, first of all, any comedy art, and I'm sure you feel this way, any time you see like in a reality show, you see any sort of comedy thing done, it's always just so fun to watch because oh. it's just such such a nightmare and just seeing people do it and seeing people try to teach it is just very, it's great. It's, it's, I, it's great to watch. I have so much compassion. Like I can't imagine a worse assignment. Like I'm sure that is everyone's biggest nightmare of like getting on that day. Can you imagine being a contestant on this and having to go do that? No, but oh, then, yeah. the, the, and, then and then you just see, you see like the confidence that the, I'm like, these people have like more confidence than like good comedians. I know they're just oh. like out there, just like it's sw- like slinging jokes. I yeah, wish I had that. Beautiful. I wish I had half of that. They're it's champions. beautiful person confidence where they're like, I can do that. It's the green light, nothing but green lights. It's the autobahn of life. If you're gorgeous, it's the autobahn. <laughs> That's why the rest of us fools have to say out loud, "I'm becoming a champion" because I mm. look like Barb from Stranger Things, about to get eaten by the Demogorgon until I was 15. So, like, that's why now, as an adult, I have to reiterate, "I'm becoming a champion." I'm becoming a champion, whereas they've always been champions. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here we go. So then we have. Um, Susie, the photographer, we're at the cocktail party afterwards. She pulls out a microphone and she's like, Clayton, you want to go hang? Um, she's like, now I told you the bad stuff. I thought this was cute. I want to share what I like about you. I like your dimples. I like that you're compassionate. Like she's in the running. I fear I'm with you. I like her. I think Wags, I think you're right. I think that the flight instructor is going to win. But I think Susie's going to maybe be top three. Yeah, I think I think it was Mitch. Mitch who called a Rachel being being. I'm saying Rachel, but 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 I but I I agree. I think I think Rachel's going to be in the mix for sure. I mean, especially because she want she got the group date rose right. He was like the person who makes me feel safe, and just like wait, what? Like how did she win this one? But it's clearly because he just starts trying to fast track her. Yeah, no, it made no sense. But I I think he likes. I think he likes Rachel a lot. I like Susie. I like her. I like her as well. So cute. I like Hunter. There are a lot of there, there, and 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 I like uh the the Olympian. There's like a lot of Malena. people who I like. Well, so Malena. then so Marlena, they had he was horny for Marlena afterwards. You could see because she was so good at it. Like the sheer fact that she was also like an Olympian and fucking funny. Like she did such yeah. a great job. And she was, she, and he said, "You did. You outdid yourself. You have a future in stand up. You're as smooth as it gets, and you had great timing." He was right, but she was great. And then, he, and then she said, "I give a hundred percent of everything. I do all, no breaks. Um, sometimes it's hard for me. I don't feel like I get it back." And then, um, they're like kissing, and she doesn't. She didn't get it. Like he gave it to Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Didn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. 
Meanwhile, back at stuck at Gabby is like, she's like, I'm stuck at home with Genevieve and um, Shanae. It's the most awkward evening. So then, like, <laughs> they get the note. And it's like, uh, you know, basically they're like, oh, is it going to be Niagara Falls? It didn't say love Clayton. And so Shanae decides to come up with a new analogy that poor uh, Genevieve is a dog. She's like, I don't know what she looks like wet, but she doesn't look cute. Gonna look like a chihuahua. What mood? What chihuahua? The confidence. Dear God. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, Rachel, the flight instructor, she's like, oh, was, I love that. You, as if he has anything to do with planning these days. She goes, I love that you're always pushing me out of my comfort zone. I'm not creative. I'm not a creative person, um, but I did it for you. Um, and then he said, I really don't stop thinking about you. He said that yeah. like at all times. You're on my mind, Rachel, almost all the time of the day. Now, why? Trying it. Is that right? Am I saying it right? It's why. Yeah, 100%. No, yeah. Great. Okay. Who you think, who do you said at the beginning that there's somebody you think is going to win? Is it also Rachel? Do you agree with Mitch? No, I mean, I was, I, I, I think from this episode, I was very bullish on Gabby. And I oh. think that they just have they just have like such a connection there. Huh. And that felt that date felt like such a like, oh, wow, I think she's kind of a dark horse sort of going to be, you know, like like really, really in the mix. I don't know if necessarily going to win. Yeah. But I just thought that was such a strong showing from her. And it also felt like such a strong like like connection between the two of them. Where she's I can see that having legs. She's going to have a strong run in paradise. She's going to be super popular in paradise. Would you agree, Dr. Banana? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we're not. It's, we have not seen the last. Paradise is such a great feeding ground because that oh, is just like. Oh, just remember, when you want to check out of this, remember, you're just getting to know the farm team for the most important show on earth. Also, out came a bunch <laughs> of maple syrup shots. I don't want to do a shot of maple syrup. Do you? No, nasty. Bad way nasty. to bad way to bad way to try to Awful. get things going. Yeah. yeah. Somebody said Sarah, who is mean to the thirty-two-year-old. She goes, "You're seeing my confidence, and you're seeing my comfortability. That's my comfortability with you." Is that a word? It is now. Uh, sure. L- linguistics is descriptive, not prescriptive. And Language he, is mutable, changes over time. And then he goes and he kisses her against the wall in like an arching backbend. He is horny for her. Sarah. How did they get outside? Of I, didn't, I didn't understand what happened there. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. Meanwhile, we get the two-on-one. They have to pull out their suitcases. They're silent in the limo. Shanae has a plan. She thought about it all day long. She's treating it like a one-on-one. She scripted exactly what she's going to say, how she's <laughs> going to say it. Genevieve is not going to know what's hit her. They're um, they're going to go below the falls on a cruise. Um and Shanae says, um, this is the last time I'm taking the trash out. She's a wet dog. Come here, Genevieve. We're going outside. Oops. And then um, she throws him over the, like, pretends to throw the wet dog, the chihuahua, over. Great ending. I mean, overall, solid episode. Can I yeah. tell you what we were robbed of? Talk to me. We were robbed of not seeing Shanae do stand-up. That is the I one. Would have been fun. Have- Producers should have producers should have scrambled and included both of them in the in the date for the stand up. The it just it, it would have been it it would it would have been fireworks. She would have said some nasty stuff. 
Yeah, and that so, would have also been the one for her to like to like, oh, oops, I showed up. Guess I'm gonna do it, bitches. You know what I mean? Like right. that. <laughs> they, that would have been the one to like get her in a van, a production van, drive her over to the spot, and like let her at it. Yeah. Um. Okay, you guys, uh, we really appreciate when you like us on uh, Apple Podcasts. That really helps us with our, um, you know, just selling ads and stuff like that. If it's a good, uh, and we love your reviews. If it's a good review, even better. But first of all, before we get to any of the reviews, guys, production team, we made it to 1.8 this week. We made it. We've been trying to get, we've been at 1.7 for a while. We made it to 1.8. Thank you guys. We were actually like texting each other. Uh, Anna sent to Kermit the Frog, like t- <laughs> like a love thing. Like, how do you guys feel about that? Very excited. Love yeah. that people love us and we appreciate everybody that writes a review. Really, like we genuinely appreciate every single person that writes a review. But we read all of them. Yeah. You can tell we're such maniacs. <laughs> All right, here's one for you, Dr. Banana. I loved this one because, you know, I'm very protective of you. Here is one. Five stars. A romance 27. Am I a stan of Anna Banana? Side note, solid subject line. Um, (laughs) As a longtime member of the Zeit Gang and the Congregation, Mm -hmm. I started listening when Miles and Lacey Mosley brought their craziness to the pod, and I stayed because I will literally listen to any podcast where I get to hear Anna's perfect opinions. Arden... Okay, there's more. Anna manages, uh, Arden always manages to assemble the funniest cast of characters, and I can never stop laughing. I can't be bothered to watch the show anymore, Bachelor Fatigue, but I still listen because it's a way better use of my time, and I want to be ready for paradise. Anna, how do you feel? You have perfect opinions. I mean, you know, I can't help but agree that I have perfect opinions. <laughs> you really nailed me there. Uh, thank you. That's so nice. Shout out to Zeitgang. And the congregation. What do, what do we call our people? Uh, like smoke show parade. <laughs> <laughs> champions. The champions. Champions. The champs. The smoke show champs. Yeah, there you go. The smoke show champs. We love you guys. Oh, my God. Smoke, what's better than champ, champions is pretty good. That's really I good. I like smoke show champs, though. Smoke show champs is also. You know what? The smoke show champs is pretty <laughs> Because we're we're like a group of champions who are extra good at being smoke shows. <laughs> That's this area that we've nailed. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's a person who disagrees that we've we, that we've nailed anything, guys. We got a one star review from Camp P twenty seven twenty seven. Now your lady at a twenty seven. Did she only like you, Anna, and change her name to give yeah. us a one star review? <laughs> This subject line is unlistenable. Did my dad come back from the dead and get an iTunes account? (laughs) (laughs) Unlistenable campaign. I am surprised to see such good reviews and big guests. I've listened to nearly all Bachelor podcasts, and this has to be towards the bottom for me. (laughs) Just the not the right fit for being a podcast host. Too many people talking over one another and very weak takes. (laughs) (laughs) So basically you loved it is what you're saying. So I suck. (laughs) I I suck. Everybody's opinion is wrong. And um, there's too many of us with the wrong opinions. And I'm like the worst host ever. 
Well, I'm going to say it's maybe not the right fit for a podcast listener for this podcast. And feel free to hop onto those other ones. I think, you know what? Free to be you and me. If we're not your flavor, okay. It was free. I'm sorry you wasted four hours of your life. But like, you know what? We'd rather not have you at our party. Is that terrible to say? Did they miss the part where I have perfect opinions? Did they miss the part where I'm a champion? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think you're lost. Also, what are, what are, what are our, we have pretty, our opinions are weak. Like, are we, are they supposed to be stronger? Like we hate people? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel I like, I'm not a hater. Sometimes I, I feel like know. my opinions are too strong. <laughs> what do other podcasts, like, what are their strong opinions? You know, it just sounds like it's not the right fit. We're going to end on this one. This is from five stars from Sky 69B, Centaurs and Twins. <laughs> now, that's a much better uh, subject line than unlistenable. Centaurs and Twins. I'm newish to the Bachelor Friend franchise, and this podcast makes it so much better. It's hilarious that I'm not the only one that thinks that Jesse and Clayton look identical, and y'all calling Clayton a centaur made me laugh out loud in my shared office every single time. I also listen to That's Messed Up, so Lisa is an awesome mm-hmm. bonus. I truly can't wait to see what my podcast friends have to say about the episode every week. Oh, welcome to the podcast. That's so nice. I love that. That's a great yeah, review. This, that's a great review. The centaur. <laughs> Man, Gareth kills me. Also, speaking of Gareth, he, uh, Dracula received his sleep crown. Don't forget, each week during February, um, if you win Tweet of the Week, the Julie, the wonderful owner of the female-owned business, Sleep Crown, is get, sending a, a $185, I believe, dollar value, something like that, to the person who wins. They get a Sleep Crown. Gareth got it, and he said it's been a game changer, that he's never slept so well. He loves his Sleep Crown, and Lance Bass is about to get his, too. So don't forget to do Tweet of the Week, or you can also go to Sleep Crown. What is the code, and what is the um, discount that they get, Anna? Sleep Crown slash W-I-A-T-R and it's code ROSE for $15 off your purchase. And yeah. I also love my Sleep Crown. I use it all the time, every night. And uh, I honestly, I don't think I could sleep without it anymore. I've become addicted. <laughs> it's so good. Guys, we also love your emails. Here's an amazing email that we got. You can email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com. And if you win Tweet of the Week this week, which like the past two weeks, we've had two happy sleep crown winners. Email us and send us your mailing address and Julie will send you guys a sleep crown. I also have been sleeping well, even though mitten, Mittens has been Satan. Um, <laughs> like literally, Satan. thank you. Satan, 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 Mitten. She's been like, she broke a glass at two in the morning last night, <laughs> like in the kitchen. She threw it off the counter, um, and um, but thank God, I just like I got my little de- dirt devil out. I cleaned it up, and then I put that sleep crown back on, and I slept like a angry baby. Okay, here's an email that we got. This is from Lisa Lance Wynn. That's the subject line. It's from Mal Janda. Hi, love the podcast. I've been listening since Nick Vial season, and with the advent of Clayton, I am now a non-watcher who only listens to the podcast. There's so many of you. I love that. 
This week, you really got me. Lisa talked about being a baby feminist playing football as the only girl in junior high. I, too, flailed at baby feminism instead by being the girl on the boys' soccer team. My school was too small to have a football team. I was having a moment of reverie, only to have my reverie interrupted by the mental image of Lance Bass being dragged 60 yards downfield by Michael Turchin. I laughed out loud slash peed a little in the middle of my run. Yes, that's right. In freezing temps here on the East Coast, I ran to the farthest away target that had my favorite jelly beans in stock. And he reminded me that I am not a human trash bag. I am becoming a champion. Great work this week. My, how great is that email? Wow. That is a great email. Thank you so much. I'm glad you are becoming a champion. It's so nice to hear that other people are also on their champion path. <laughs> Can I just say, I now have people like, there's a person from my life who's reemerged and I told him that I was becoming a champion. And like, again, not everybody understands because not everybody's part of the uh, smoke show champ. Wait, smoke champ? <laughs> what are we? Wait, smoke, 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 smoke show champions? champs? Smoke show champs? Smoke champs? Smoke champs? I don't know. It will work on. It's a work in progress, guys. But anyway, I have somebody who regularly texts me now and asks how it's going with my quest to become a champion. And it <laughs> feels like legitimately, I just feel so understood and seen. And I feel like I actually carry myself with like more of a strut in my like, like kind of like more open chested and a little more confident now that I am becoming a champion. <laughs> Katie, Anna, did you think about becoming a champion this week? Yes, always. Did you talk? Did you talk? Did you call yourself a champion this week to anybody? Uh, I did. Yes, I always do. I be, I'm always. I let my partner know that I'm becoming a champion. Usually, right after I come back from tennis, and I'm like, you do. Wow, do you, you say out loud? What is? Give me an exchange. Tell me how it. How does that go down? Um, he doesn't say anything, and I said, "Wow, you should have seen me at tennis tonight. I was killing it. I am basically a professional champion playing yeah, tennis player." Right. <laughs> uh, he doesn't really say anything back, and right. then I am like, continue. I just continue on, and then eventually he goes, "Yeah." That sounds like a healthy relationship. That's going to be my relationship goals. Katie, did you refer to yourself as a champion to you know, anybody this week? I've always been a champion, so yeah. Yes! Yeah. That's because you have a good dad. And you knew you well. You didn't have to, like, really tell everyone in your life. I, I Like, when you have a bad dad who comes back from the dead to write a review like the one we got – you need to actually like it's you need the affirmation of saying yeah. out loud I'm becoming a champion but because you had the good dad it was instilled at you from birth that you are obviously a champion. Yeah. I mean literally like I love to hike every time I hike a new mountain I go I'm a champion. There you go. I'm a fucking champion. I hike All right, speaking guys, one final thing. I don't know if you heard our trailer last week, but Dr. Banana and I have a new podcast that drops tomorrow. I co-host it with Julianne Robinson. The like, she's fancy, you guys. She's the she's British. She has a British accent. She directed the pilot of Bridgerton. She's an executive producer of Bridgerton, and um, our podcast, Lady of the Road, drops tomorrow. And it's it's you know. Similar vibe in that I'm the host and I'm pretty consistent in who I am, but it's sort of my quest in all areas to become a champion. And we talk to women, um, it, it, that esteemable women that we admire. And our first person that we got to talk to, and the episode drops tomorrow, is Joan Jett, who said that she um, suffered from stage fright, still suffers from stage fright. And like we talked to her about how she performs anyway. She was also the very first woman to start her 
her own record label, and she did that um, because no no company would sign her because she was a woman, and so she had to create her own record label. And then because of that, her first album had like like five or seven number one hits, number one singles, and now jokes on all of them. She owns all of her tracks. Like so, it's just talking to people that we admire their story, their journey of how they had sort of adversity and like how they've you know what they did to sort of push through it or not get down. And um, it's a great podcast. Anna, how how cool is Joan Jett? Joan Jett is. Oh. The coolest person. I mean, even the minute she signed on to our Zoom recording, it was like she was enigmatic. Like it was off the bat, just the cool. You could just sense like I am talking to the coolest person ever. I had to really self just know when you're listening, you guys, as the people who know and understand me, I had to really self-soothe a lot. So you can just know when you listen. My entire internal monologue is be cool, Arden. Be cool. That's fucking joke. Like, just don't be yourself. Just don't be you. Just take a breath. Con- like, like chill it out for a yeah. second because you're like, don't scare Joan Jett. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I might I might have scared her a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out. Well, overall, so who do you guys think is going to win before we get to our tweet of the week? I, th- I think Mitch is probably right that it that it will be I that Rachel's the best pick. I mean, I I have a soft spot for for Gabby, uh, but I think I, I I hope Shanae wins again. I'm just just you know, I'm accelerationist here. I, that we, there's one Shanae thing we missed we missed earlier that really made me laugh, which was when Gabby got picked for the one on one and people were happy for her. There was a oh. Shanae testimonial where she could not intellectually understand the concept of being happy for someone else. Yes. <laughs> Oh man, She's that is a true psychopath. She yeah. is spec. She is. She is a home She's run. Great. Yeah, I. I think Rachel does win. Does <laughs> anybody here not think Rachel's going to win? Okay. Um, well, we- Gab- Gabby is. Gabby to me is the real wild card too. In that, because uh, I, I thought. I thought with. I thought with Clayton. I just thought it was such. I was like, oh, he's a horny guy, and it seems like he's like into kind of like these blonde, like the Shanae. Rachel kind of looks wise. And then Gabby was kind of interesting to me because I was like, oh, she's definitely a different look from them. And I, and I can't really tell where his head is at besides the fact that he is definitely horny. He's he's, oh, he's sure. so he's, horny. He's fucking he's, horny. They all are, though. Every bachelor, I think, can't believe that they get a bouquet of women to make out with. Like, they just cannot believe. Yeah. They're all so horny. Yeah. Um. All right. Here we go. Tweet of the week. Guys. Um, we're going to narrow it down to two. There's about eight or nine here. This is from Chaz at Thorium underscore dragon. Shanae, look, bitches, I'm sorry. Clayton, well, I think I speak for all of us when I say apology accepted. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. This is from Sean Yuvabitch at Y, Sean, I, Y, you get I W Y G opening scene. Susie, Rachel, and Jill are gossiping about Shanae. Cut to Shanae eavesdropping against the recovered trophy against the door. <laughs> 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 oh, this one was from Nico, which I, I referenced earlier at Nico underscore Mantha. Rather than asking any personal questions, Clayton is treating this season like he's the judge of a kissing booth competition. <laughs> <laughs> really great. Um, yeah, that's good. Okay, here's another one. Um, 
Um, this is from Santini35 at Santini35. Only one comes out with a rose. The other gets a ride in a barrel. <laughs> Um, This is from Justin Spade at Justin Spade. Clayton saying he worked at Six Flags is just a churched up way of saying he was a carny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, here we go. Um, All right, this is from... Robin Kern at Robin Kern, Bachelor Nation can feel solace in the knowledge that Shanae will be selected to be the first influencer to pimp vaginal antiperspirant. (laughs) 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 Um, This is from B. Perry at Great Bedonia. Gabby is the quirky best friend from every rom-com that you wished the movie was really about. (laughs) That's that's true. Good. All right, this yeah. is from Ryan Paulson at our Paulson photo. I can't be the only one who expects that when Shanae finally gets caught in all of her lies, it's going to be a moment like when Robert Durst got caught on the jinx. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Um, She's burping, just burping yeah. constantly. Just burping and burping and burping. Um, <laughs> okay, here we go. One final one. Um Let's see. This is from B. Perry at Great Bedonia. At this point, I predict that Clayton will eventually marry Shanae and the Clayton clone host will lose his job trying to defend it. (laughs) 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 All right. Top two. Or should we also throw in the one we did earlier? Rebecca at Elegant Crop Top. Having a white, hetero, cis male former pro athlete address a group of women and tell them it hasn't been easy but challenging to be The Bachelor. So I would like to talk to the winning team of the group date is peak 2022 what are your top two <laughs> i really like kissing booth which we read earlier as well that's one of my top two okay yeah, I like the first the first tweet okay, great. Good, yeah. all right here we go okay so chaz at thorium underscore dragon shanae look bitches i'm sorry clayton well I think I speak for all of us when I say apology accepted. (laughs) (laughs) Or uh, we have the other one is from Nico at Nico underscore Mantha. Rather than asking any personal questions, Clayton is treating this season like he's the judge of a kissing booth competition. Bitches, I'm sorry, or kissing booth competition. Wags. Both great. I think I think I'll I just like the, the punch of the first one a little bit more. Bitches, I'm sorry. Okay, Mitch. I think I like the punch of the first one too, but the second one is: Did we get tired of it? Like we were afraid of after after we've True. heard it so many times. Yeah, good yeah. point. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with the second one just to make things interesting. All right, Katie, kissing booth or apology accepted? I like apology accepted. It's so good. Okay, um, uh, Anna, apology accepted or kissing booth? I'm going to go apology accepted. Well, I think you just put it over the edge for the new sleep crown winner, Chaz at Thorium underscore dragon. Shanae, look, bitches, I'm sorry. Clayton, well, I think I speak for all of us when I say apology accepted. You guys, we've got a few (laughs) more weeks of February where you can win your sleep crown. So tweet at us, tag me at Artemarine, M-Y-R-I-N, or Anna Hosnier, H-O-S-S-N-A-I-E-H, hashtag W-Y-A-T-R by midnight on Monday nights. Um, so you can be in the running and, uh, please email us Chaz. So we have your email address to, uh, your mailing address so we can mail you your sleep crown. 
Wags, Mitch, thank you so much for being on. What a joy. Our listeners love you. We love you. What would you like to promote? Wags. And, and an absolute delight. Oh. People are going to tweet at you and say we're the Clayton of this podcast. We're, we're, <laughs> we're equivalent to Clayton. Oh, are you kidding? Are they? Our our numbers go up when you guys are on. They love you. People love people love this combo. We're Shanae. We're the Shanae. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, we just ruin things. You're uh, the Shanae. Check check out Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. Me and Mitch, new episodes every Thursday on the Headgum Podcast Network. And Mitch's uh, uh, uh watch Mitch's movie the Tomorrow War on Amazon Prime. Wags, thank you. You guys, and don't forget, if nothing else, let us honor these gentlemen as the champions they are. My name is Arda Marine, Katie Levine, Anna Hosea. Do you have anything you'd like to promote? Uh, just at Anna Hosea on Twitter. Please keep tweeting your weeks. And we're doing our Summer House. It just started. It's so fun. I've never watched Summer House. And I was like, I don't know. I don't get it. And boy, this episode that's about to go up this Friday, it's the second. We're doing it with Brendan Smith. They're like, they've seen every season. They're obsessed with it. They're taking me through. I would say episode two is where it really kicks into high gear. It's so fucking fun. <laughs> so there you go. That's on Patreon. Katie. If you live in L.A., please consider fostering a dog because all the shelters are super full right now. Or adopting oh, a yeah. dog. That's fine, too. Just get a dog. <gasps> um, all right, you guys. My name is Arden Marie. And until next time, uh, goodbye. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. So good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Except This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 